Man, I don't listen to what people say Cause you talk a lot don't really mean you know the way Out here on my grind cause I'm trying to elevate Get up in the morning, hit the ground and meditate Ready for my day, got a plan, I don't need to wait Mind clear, energy, and I'm feeling great It's a good life, it could be another way To me it's everything, never just another day Nah Welcome to the No Titles Necessary Podcast. It's your boy Demerit Dream Pusher. And it's your girl Hot Toddy Ass Dropper. Woo, where we talk for the streets to the politics. And from the bed to the boardroom. Ass Dropper. Hey. Long D Slager. Hey. Ass Dropper. What? Coochie Papa. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. 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 A rock with it. A rock with it. Hey. Drop with it. All right. All right. What's going on, Toddy? What's popping? What's going on? Ain't nothing going on. I'm feeling real good today. I see. You know, I just live, left the city that never sleeps. Man, you've been gone. I, I thought you was never going to come back. <laughs> like, what's going on, man? I, I was like, we got to get in here and get some work done. I what's mean, up? You, you, you went know. state to state. She on Philly cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. She out there dropping it hard mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? I was having a good time enjoying myself traveling. You know, I don't get to travel much. This was a new year for me to just start traveling. And I'm so happy I got a chance to do that. I mean, to see another part of the world, to see how people even look. They yeah. look different. They yeah. shape different. They walk different. It was mm-hmm. amazing to see. And look I came you in the back. Face, I actually speak to you. Well, yeah. And it was surprising for New York, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, um, it was busy there. Very busy. Even though it was, it was the COVID thing going on, it was very busy. And, um, yeah, I had a run-in with a few midget Mickey, Minnie Mouses and Mickey Mouses, uh, you know, they invaded my phone trying to get tips. What? Dip, give me tip, tip, tip. Oh, so, but man. other than that, I had a good time and I was thinking about you most of it. Uh, Do you feel better? Thinking about the crew. Yes. No, I'm feeling good, man. I'm glad we back here. It's always good to be be here. Mm-hmm. You know, no titles necessary. We here with an interesting topic to say the least on today. <laughs> Clear your throat for a little bit. What, what's that title today? <clears throat> Using sex as a weapon. Sex as a weapon, ladies and gentlemen. Sex as a weapon. We told you we talk from the streets to the politics. From the bed to the boardroom. And today is one of those bed moments. Yeah, one of those but conversations. Before we can get into our main topic, y'all already know we like to get into our first segment where we get to do what it is. What it is? Talk your shit, dog. Talk your shit, dog. Talk your shit. Now, who going to talk their shit first? Tell you them what me. talk your shit is. Somebody might not know. Let okay. them know what talk your shit well, is. Well, talk your shit is where we take a moment to talk good shit about somebody. I mean, every time you turn around, somebody's always talking shit about somebody in the wrong way. Right. So we decided to elevate our people and talk good shit about all the black communities and black people in the community True. that are doing things and making things happen for our community. And we really want to big them up in a positive way. So we call this segment Talk Yo Shit. Exactly. All right. So I, I guess you want me to go first since you just gave that long introduction. Uh, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So today in Tokyo shit, ladies and gentlemen, the person in business I want to spotlight today is the epitome of creativity and art. It was Albert Einstein that said that art provides a way to experience oneself in relation to the universe. This experience may often come unmotivated as one appreciates art, music, or poetry. So, ladies and gentlemen, today I'm talk your shit. I want to give a big spotlight to none other than Warbucks, my little Ooh, bro, Warbucks. Binky. 
Warbucks is a multimedia artist ranging in mural work, graphic design, oil and acrylic arts, spray paint muralist for six years, tattoo body artist for 16 years, also illustrated four children books and designed four, wow. uh, four different out-of-state brands based out of Seattle, Washington, Atlanta, Georgia, California, and Texas. He works hard to spread his name to remember. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, he told me to say this. And remember, Warbucks is the name. Warbuck is the creator of the No Titles Necessary podcast cover. Warbuck is also responsible for four to five tats on my back. I've known the owner of Warbuck since his teenage years, and art has always been his passion. And when it comes to creative arts, you want to make sure you deal with somebody who's passionate about what they're doing, ladies and gentlemen. So today, Helen in Hollywood, Florida, we want to big up Binky. We want to big up Warbucks. If you want to reach uh, Binky Warbucks, you can get his services on IG at Binky Warbucks. That's B-I-N-K-Y War. W-A-R-B-U-C-K-S. That's all one word. And his number is 954-551-2988. Again, like Todd always say, for those who are slow to get your pencil, uh, 954-551-2988. And that's Talk Your Shit on My Side. Mm. What you think about that? I mean, that is amazing. I had no idea he did all of that. Yes. That's why this is so important because you get to know more of what someone does. And I do believe every individual was created, not equal, but to create multiple streams Mm -hmm. of income and entrepreneurial skills that they create for themselves just to be business people. And it's such an inspiration. Just the inspiration of art in itself. And then just capitalizing. It's amazing. Amazing. Acrylic arts for four years. I'm talking about spray paint mirrorless for six years. Years. I'm talking wow. about like you got time behind this and he, he he's dedicated to the craft. Right. Listen, I can say this. He 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 he's responsible for doing my mother's first <coughs> tattoo and my god oh sister my Asia. God. Uh Asia Fidel. Shout out. She just graduated high school, so she got her first tattoo done by Warbucks. And wow, brave he does souls. the business. Yes. He had we had a nice little um tattoo party and he came and killed it. Which I might just get a dot, period. Just yeah, a period. You, why are you so scared dot? of tattoos? Because I think they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. And for a long time, being a dark-skinned woman, I said, oh, it ain't going to show up on right. me. It ain't going to look good. But I'm more of a piercer kind of person. I'm not really yeah, a tattoo person. Yeah, I stay away person. from that part. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's something that I thought about, but the thought left so long ago because it always just felt like pain. All right. I ain't going to judge you for you that. Know? No, we ain't going to judge <laughs> you, but you know. Need. My boy, we, uh, Warbucks, y'all make sure y'all holler at him. Are you ready to talk your shit, Todd? I'm ready to talk my shit. All right, shit. go ahead and talk your shit. Well, y'all know I love food, right? Wow. <laughs> I am a big foodie. I love food. I love to eat food. <laughs> I just love food. So, I am going to big up this young lady. Let me explain something to y'all. Her food is so good, you probably will slap your mama for real. I can't guarantee what mama going to do to you. Not my but. mama. <laughs> But you will slap your mama. Her name is Miss Jeanette McKay of, of McKay's Catering. She is the queen of the kitchen. And first of all, women, I just got to let you know her hands are truly blessed. This woman can cook. She can cook anything. Vegan meals. She does soul food. She does Latin cuisine, Haitian cuisine. I mean, if you just give her a try, I promise you, you'll leave happy. She did my a lot of my events, and she can cook her behind off. So if you guys want to reach out to her, you can call her at 305 305- Three four three five nine five eight. She is local, but she does travel throughout the Tri County area. And her email is J M C K A Y Services S E R V I C E S at gmail.com. Again, 305-343-5958. Okay, so you guys make sure if you cater with the queen of the kitchen, 
you can leave like you feasted like a king. Y'all go ahead and okay. support. Y'all know so y'all don't be wanting to cook. Y'all don't be wanting to cook no more anyway. Go ahead and get that order <laughs> for you. Get somebody who loves cooking and just have an experience. And really, it is truly an experience. She does a whole layout. She labels everything so everyone knows what they're eating. She tells you what's in it. She Because, you know, it's a lot of people that don't put a lot of um, certain ingredients in their food. So she lets you know what's in it. That's so dope. you guys just give her the business. She is amazing. What's your favorite dish? From her. Oh, my favorite dish from her is her um crab and uh no shrimp and lobster pasta. Mm. It's like a Alfredo situation with shrimp and lobster in it, and then sometimes she jerks it. Oh my god, it's so good. She jerk it. Yeah, she does jerk pasta. I she does. You she jerk it. Um, oh, I mean, you know, um, if we talk you know, about sex as a web, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, oh, come on now, the sauce already white. Don't be putting okay. that in people's ooh, thought process. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <sighs> All right, y'all, we gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as always, we love to talk our shit about beautiful people doing beautiful things in the community, and we look, we appreciate y'all and we big y'all up. Y'all make sure y'all go out there and support Toddy. Are you ready to get into this main topic? I'm ready to get into the main topic. All right. You already know what time it is. It's about that time. 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 Hey, pop that. Hey, pop that. Hey, pop that. Hey, welcome. Hey, what's going on, people? What's going on? Hey, we about to get up into the main topic right now. We about to get into sex is or using sex as a weapon. Right. Using sex as a weapon. It's a... Is it a no-no or is it something that is always warranted? Like, is it a reason for it usually? But I, I think before you get into that, what is sex, period? What is sex to you? Well, sex to me is liberation. Ooh. Like, sex is the Freedom. spark of something. <laughs> for me, sex sparks so many emotions, mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad, depending on the situation. It can be a beautiful thing. It can be a a bad thing mm -hmm. for some people. But to me, in, in a whole, it is liberation for me. It's it's the place that you should be the least judged and mm. the most free. And, and Right. And I think that's when I think of it, I think of it as a. It's funny you say liberation because I think of a beautiful release. Exactly. Right? But that beautiful release can't happen with just anybody. Exactly. So it has and that's to be why between it's so lovers or exactly. between those connected. Connected right. partners where they right. have an understanding of what this is right. and what it, what we're going to accomplish by doing this. Mm -hmm. And But sex is, it like I said, it could be such a beautiful thing and it's such a powerful emotion because it's so intense. I think that's why people use it as Ooh. a weapon because of the intensity Listen, of We done seen war started. Yeah, I mean, what? fictional and non-fictional wars what? done happened. My, what, my, one of my favorite movies, uh, Troy. Uh, the whole Achilles thing. Yeah, with uh, Brad Pitt when he played Achilles. And the whole war started just oh, because no. the other dude, the it. prince, stole the king's wife and took across seas over to Troy. And the whole war started just because of a woman. So the, the power of that wop. See, wop, see that wop, 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 but no, so my thing is. <laughs> We're talking about using sex as, as a, a weapon. weapon. No, but and I think that's why it's 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 possible to use sex mm -hmm. as a west weapon because it's so strong and intense, and the feeling you want more of it, and if you if you really good at it, you can make someone 
right. want more so, of it. So, so, so to we, hold so withhold that is where that comes. But that connection part, right? So in order to use it as a weapon, and there's such a powerful emotion and connection that goes with it, mm-hmm. in order for somebody to use it as a weapon, it's not more so they they recognize their power with it mm-hmm. as is as more so their disconnection when they're doing it. You get what I'm saying? To use it as a weapon because you're I not. You're it's, it's, it's not a pleasurable experience. It's not. You're trying to transfer energy uh, and and a beautiful euphoria. Ha! Ah, like you, you're not getting that if you're using it as a weapon. Well, it depends on the person you're talking about because you got a lot of people who have power struggle issues all the time. Okay. And to gain power in that way gives them some type of rush. And no one can really explain that. What you talking I, about, like I, dominatrix? Well, dominatrix is one thing, but you got people who don't use dominatrix as a catalyst for the behavior that they're doing. It's mostly some people just enjoy to have power. They just have an issue with power, period. And to, to be able to be powerful in any situation, you might have a person like that with that type of mentality that says, you know what, I'm going to make this nigga pay, and I ain't going to give him no coochie, and that's, let's see what he do. Let's see what he do now. You know, it's sometimes a spiteful, and sometimes it's an emotional disconnect that make people withhold sex also. So that's what I wanted to know. Is there a difference? Is there a difference between withholding sex because of an emotional disconnection or just out of spite? And does it look different? That And going in there, you, I, I look at it as it either has to be relational or transactional, right? Because right. if it's relational and you're trying to have power in that moment, yeah, that may be something in the bed like that, that gives you that feeling like you're you're king or queen of the jungle at that moment and that time because you're controlling the circumstances and everything that's happening but in the transactional state that's a little different because you can kind of manipulate people because you know the power of what you can do to them right mm-hmm. so the the point of the dominatrix part you can't really you can't it, really it's, put, it's, leverage right that. because that's somebody probably paying business. for the service it's, right it's more of a business right they're paying for that service right that's more of a business but you do have people who have that in them Mm -hmm. to be dominating in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and that's a euphoria that people don't always get to experience so 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 experiencing that they know that they have leverage and this is taking dominatrix all the way out of the box right now right but this is just talking sex one-on-one with a partner and if nothing else works you know the sex is good Mm -hmm. that is one of those things that people sometimes do they withhold because if i need something done then I I'm just okay. So this is gonna be like a trade off now. Right. So okay. So so, so moving into that, and then you move into the modern day woman, right? Who may say that I, it use it for instance out of the song. I, I don't cook. I don't clean. Yeah. But she got that wop. Like she right. got that wet. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. wet wet. So uh, if she takes that from him, what happens? It's it's controlling and you manipulating the situation. But at the same time, that's the only thing you bring into the table. So are you really taking away your leverage when you withhold it? Well, it depends on the man. It depends on what's more important to him in his life at that moment. Right. Some man just may want that. That's Some all he man, may want. As soon as he walks through the door, that's what yeah. he wants. He wants you to Remember eat. Eric, um, is it Eric Benet? He came out with the song Chocolate Legs. When he get home from that long day, baby, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could cook me a good meal, but baby, I want them chocolate legs wrapped around me. Be lavered up and be exactly. nice and yeah, smelling have, good. Yeah, have yeah. some high heels on while yeah. you bending over cooking that, yeah. that little roast in the yeah. oven. Have some lingerie you know, on while you cooking, some, walking you know, around with it. Your stilettos on them, them strong calves popping up hey, out on. them legs. Hold up, hold up. I, I saw, <laughs> hey, hold up. I saw a post that thing said, um, Lingerie not sexy no more because y'all wearing it outside with Air Maxes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me. 
and you know what? And it's a struggle because lingerie in my in my relationships is a big thing, you right. know. And it takes the intimacy away because yeah, we all know it ain't gonna be on long. Okay, so let's go now. To, you know, <laughs> she's okay. but still, really, really, what that it ain't gonna be on long? Oh, I thought you said it wasn't gonna be long. Period. No, okay, no, my bad. My bad. Shout out, Lingerie homie. You out there handling your business out there. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so she was throwing shots out there. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> okay, so when we talk about set, using sex as a weapon, right? So when we talk about withholding it within a relationship, right? So is it voluntarily given over to, though? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like if I know that's my woman's strong point, like when she get in there, she she handle her business. Do I do I just give her the power in that moment to just go ahead because I want this feeling of being dominated. But then you have that other instance where the withhold thing to try to give you withdrawals to I'm going to control you because you're not giving me what I want or you're not doing exactly what I want you to do. So I'm going to use this as a sort of naked ammunition of, of sorts. I think, and, and this is just my opinion, I think that sometimes men look at it as a withholding. They don't look at the reason. They mm -hmm. just look at you not giving me what I want and that's a problem. Okay. Now, all men probably don't think like that. But because if I have to just make it simple. Yeah, general. If I just decide today, I'm, I don't want to have sex today. True. Because okay. uh, two weeks ago, this happened. And a month before that happened, we never addressed those issues. So emotionally, I'm not connected to you. Right. So I'm not going to have sex with you today. Right. But he's looking like, oh, so you what you doing? Using it as a weapon. Why are you using right. it as a weapon? Why you don't want to have sex with me? And depending on the dynamic of the relationship, who you having sex with, if not me, right. it, it could be, it can go in so many different directions. But let's just keep it simple mm -hmm. and say, men most of the most of the time generalize it and put it in one box and say she just don't want to have sex with me and she being spiteful, and sometimes. They don't stop and I, and I could be wrong, but some men I don't think they stop and look at why she's this way all of a sudden. Right, if she was always have... sexual, something is going on. Let me have a conversation. That that now okay on that aspect, if she's always been sexual and all of a sudden she's not being sexual, yes, you got to have that conversation. But in some relationships, you can say if a woman knows that that man loves that that drives him, he wants it at least twice a week per mm -hmm, se. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. when they she's not cycle. on a cycle, mm -hmm. right? And in the beginning, she's fulfilling that quota. I hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. You're fulfilling that quota, right? A it's, marriage it's what, is a job or right. a relationship it's is a, a job. It's a business arrangement, a schedule, right? So moving time going back, you now is not that, right? And it's not a disconnect emotionally. It's just a, a lack of priority, right? So now other things may be more important than that. So now that becomes an argument, and it's not necessarily using it as a weapon as if are you – still aiming to please me as much as I'm here to please you. And I and, and I, I hear you on that, and that's all true. That's all true. The thing I get the most resistance on when mm -hmm. I hear people talk about relationships in those, in those terms of withholding is most of the time it's not looked at in the past, like what's going on in the past that created that. Women are... Now, men are emotional, too, now. Oh, yeah, very, very much. emotional because they don't really know how to handle emotions. Women are more vocal about their emotions, so right. they learn to kind of uh, troubleshoot. Mm -hmm. um, and express it at the same time. Men don't know how to express those emotions. Know. That right. frustration boils over like a, a pot, you know, on the stove. And I think sometimes in doing that and having that type of emotional background, they don't know how to really think 
okay, something is going on with my woman. Not Let all, me, but some. Go well, ahead. Some, well, some. I get you. I, I think I've said some yeah, now. Yeah, you did. Now. Yeah, I just got to make sure I'm throwing that out there so the fellas know. I, I got you, Because apparently the one in the fellas. room ain't like that, but I got to speak on Go a ahead. general term. Right. I really want people to understand, I can only speak. Okay, I'm just going to speak about me, okay? Ain't nothing going down if we haven't figured out how to create a, a open conversation with us in terms of not only the sex, but what caused this breakdown in communication when it comes to sex. Emotionally, I have to be attached to somebody or connected to somebody in order to give myself to them completely and fully, or it's going to be not fulfilling on my end. Right. Right. So a lot of times we break down as women because we expect you men to understand what happened two days ago, what happened three days ago, and it was never discussed or taken care of, we still thinking about that. Right. And it's going to be on our minds. All women are not made that way. Some women can just be like, all right, let me just go ahead and throw the coochie in and whatever. And then it's fine. But some women are connected to the man, mm -hmm. and everything connected to him is important to her, and it should be the same way. No, I get you, because what you have is a... a, a a, a contrast in the ideology because on a woman's sake it's the relational part she's want she wants the connection the emotion she wants the hug she wants the kiss or the i love you you look beautiful I, she want that and the man is looking from a transactional standpoint where it's like hey you still gotta fill that quota hey you know what i want you always but hey, he has yeah, a quota want. also he has a quota also because okay. i think sometimes but we, the ideology what i'm saying is oh, it's not it's not really you don't hear more so a man refusing sex is is rare, like rare. I, like very right, rare. Because I've done that a lot, especially when I was in college. That was that was the thing with me. Like I could say no real easy. Man, right. It's no big deal. Even like today with the things. Right, we temptation wasn't phase, like a thing. Right, right. It's not a big thing. If I want it, I want it. If I don't, I just don't. Period. Mm -hmm. But on that transactional part with the fellas, like you don't see that more so with the. <laughs> you don't see that more so with the women than you do the men, right? Because you got the emotional connection. That's why when you have the the splacker bellies or the one night stands, or if you keep doing it just like that, sooner or while the, the the women catch emotion because it's the relation part, and the men are still in that. Hey man, this is what we do. We know every Friday, Saturday on on this month and this month, this is what we do. So it's the mindset and how we look at it. So that has to be corrected first before you 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 change how things are happening. You have to change how you look at it. Let me ask you this question. Uh -oh. Okay, so. I have a question. She ain't prepared, Why do you think... <laughs> she, she prepared over here. Well, you know, sis got questions or whatever. Go ahead. Okay. So why do you think people use sex as a weapon? Is there a difference between withholding the sexual... Like holding that sexual experience behind? Or do you think it was maybe something in their past where they didn't have much control and in their lives growing up, now they want all the control. Like, do you think that maybe something in their past caused them to be this way? And now they're like, I wasn't powerful then, or I had moments of insecurity then, but now I'm this. I, I think it's that aha moment when the light bulb come on and they realize that, oh, I can influence this just by doing this. And so when you learn that and it becomes a, a habit because you're doing it so much, then it becomes a manipulative uh mindset where it's like oh all i got to do is wave the poop the, the punani in his face and he gonna give me whatever i want he gonna take exactly. me on a shopping spree and as soon as i tell him no he can't get none 
he going, what's wrong, baby? What can I do? And she mm-hmm. knows that it may trigger him because men are, instead of finding out what's wrong, baby, how can I fix this? We're going to go and buy something. So I'm going to go give you a car. I'm going to go give you something. But does that say something, bracelets. though? Like, what does, does that say about the the mental state of that person who's doing that? You get what I'm saying? Right. On both sides, though. On both sides. Both because sides. one on the flip side has all the power. Mm-hmm. In a sense, and the other has the resources, but no power. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, and and that was one of the things that charged that question for me because I'm like, yo, if you already know that you've had issues, because we have a lot of women with daddy issues, we got a lot of guys mm-hmm. with, you know, fathers missing in the homes, and we have people who have just have broken past right. that causes them to have current sexual issues or sexual disconnection or um and and sometimes abuse all that yeah abuse sometimes Mm -hmm. it's easier to deal with it from that standpoint because there's no connection but then you also have the yeah but then you also have the part where people look at sex for the sake of relationship maintenance so instead of dealing with the the thing that's going on she's like hey baby sit down baby let me take care of you and she know you're doing something that he want to talk about. He he mm-hmm. really want to talk about this issue, but you you know how to sway, sway his mind, his mind and, his and convince mind him to think right. not think that, about it. Right. And I do. Think That's a, a weapon. People do that, especially <laughs> when I used to throw them bags in that trunk because I knew I went shopping, and I was just like, "Hey, baby, uh-huh. what you want to eat today? You want steak? What you want? Like what you want? I got you, baby. I'm gonna yeah. give you a massage yeah. later. He go his ass to sleep. I throw them bitches in the closet because ain't nobody gonna see this this shit I bought today. And then when he see me in it, that look new. Yeah, I had this for a long time. See, stuff like that. You you learn. And I think, I, I do believe it's expected. I do believe. <laughs> That's a tagline, y'all. I, I do, do believe. believe. Go ahead. I believe. No, Um. but I do I do think that that does, I think that's more of a, this might sound, y'all, I might get bashed for this. No. But to me, that's more of a healthier version of the the sex weapon thing i think that's more but that's that's an understanding though understanding like i know my wife shop all the time i know she's throwing shit in the closet it's like you know as long as it's not messing up the household or it's not causing create it's not creating damage that's more on the healthier side what have you talked what okay on the on the on the (laughs) on the unhealthy part of the side of that the one who uses that because she knows she's doing or he know he's doing a lot of dirt out in the street so in that aspect, it's unhealthy. But I get what you're saying. When you're in a healthy space and it's like, hey, I get my 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 spouse. I get how they are. They get how I am. That's just the deficiencies that we accept of them. Exactly. Like, it's because it's we got to accept those deficiencies in a relationship. But when you're using it to cover up something that you really don't want to deal with at the root of the matter, like most people would try to avoid going to therapy or counseling in their relationship. because So they'll just constantly throw yeah. sex in it constantly. Yeah. Oh, baby, go, let's do it on the on the balcony. Let's go over there and see the hotel with the with the mirrors on the ceiling and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's all these distractions. All these distractions. Right. And let me tell you something. I was watching something the other day on YouTube. I think it's, his name is Bounty Hunter D. And he goes out and he finds people. He's like a bounty hunter and he forgets cheaters. Um, yeah, you got to look him up big up because he's a black black business. And he goes out and he finds cheaters. Right now he's in Texas and I think he's out of L.A. though. But he had a situation where it was a girl, a dude took a girl into the office. And what he does, he follows them for a little while. 
like cheaters. Mm-hmm. He falls in for a little while, get footage for the person who's... And cheaters be driving niggas in jail crazy. They be watching that shit at 2 in the morning. They'll wake up on the call. Hey, what you out there doing, man? What nigga you out there talking to, man? Exactly, man. You ain't wrote me in about two months. What's going on? You my know? commissary kind of low over here. <laughs> man, put some shit on my books, bitch. You know? So it's like... <laughs> so, you know, I was watching this and he brought her in because he wanted her to be... Uh, you know, interrogated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he said, babe, in order for us to move further, I want to get a lie detector test done. So this is what he does. He follows them around, give them the opportunity to tell the truth through the lie detector test, and then he expose them. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, okay, so you still want to lie? Oh, right? I have seen that name in like an interrogation room yeah, when it's happening. Yeah. yeah I've happened. seen a girl about to fight him one time. Yeah. She was going in. Who told you to do this? Exactly. Yeah, 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 so cool. it was one chick. He was like, I'm taking you out to lunch and, you know, and get dressed up. So she was like, I went and got this outfit and, and, and you and you think I'm cheating on you. This is how you do me. And then she, before you know it, she's sitting in this lap. Baby, you know we could have talked about this at home. Let's yeah. go home and talk right. about this. So she started that pandering thing we right. used to talk about. Right. So she was trying to... Di- redirect and what happened dude was having sex with her but he had a twin brother that had sex with her too so the twin brother smashed oh. and then it was another dude at the gym that was smashing oh. so he called brother in because it was just him and he called bro in to come and so she actually got played three ways oh. playing she, she him everybody. and see she didn't know he had a twin she didn't know she slept with a twin Sheesh. but she was cheating with the guy at the gym so it's like she was trying to use her sex as leverage to get oh, her out of that situation. Look, stay right there. She tried to use her sex as leverage. So right there, I think with the women or the young ladies in our community, especially our community, it's it's, it's a learned behavior at a young age because if, if anybody will admit, I don't care, they talk about pedophilia and we talk about all these people getting caught and roped up and stuff like that now. But when we were in school, we saw it with the young girls and the security guards. Oh, yeah. No, yep. let's call it what it is. And, and, and some of the girls wouldn't even deal with the, the boys in the school. No, because they were dealing with college students and older men Wait, and teachers. No, time out. Listen, I, I went to Norland personally. We know girls that was bringing balloons to security guards. Security guards was having cards, Valentine cards with money in it. They, they bragging to us and we sitting there looking like, yo, what what's going on? So, like... It's not to say um, this is not to victimize the woman or or, or to bash her. What I'm saying in, in that state, in our community, our, our young ladies are learning the power of their cooch. Right. And, and the thing is, it's unfortunate, but that's what it is. A lot of women, the first thing they do when they leave their parents' house is they want to gain or feel they, they got to get freedom. They hitting a strip club right. or they hitting, they, they dating a guy who can get them money. They right. got a sugar daddy mm-hmm. or back in the day we used to call them garbs. Okay, teach the people. You just taught me something. A garb was somebody mostly of Haitian descent. Mm -hmm. A girl would get a Haitian guy, an older Haitian guy, and use that Haitian guy. It was a language barrier. It was always a language barrier there. So it was like, oh, no, puppy, can I get, can I get, oh, baby, it's okay. I got you, baby. You know I do for you, baby. It's funny, yeah. It's funny you said that with that stripping, though, with, with... I saw a story. It talked about a stripper who who saved up her money for a couple of months and went and bought and started a trucking company. So when you look at it, like although we're talking about using sex as a weapon, this girl used her situation to take advantage of it to better herself in her life. So it's not like we're trying to knock anybody and what you're doing. Not like Cardi B and right, like they when she talk about that, we're not right. But it's it's talking to the reality of what the hell is going on. Because if you think about sex and how it's used as a weapon, what do you think about sex being used as a weapon in entertainment? Oh wow! Sex and entertainment is such a thing, and the thing that that mm. 
it's a big topic. It. Yes. It's a big topic because a lot of heat, since we were talking about the WAP thing, a lot of heat came from WAP. I think it's different when a woman exposes her sexual self to the public mm-hmm. in that way. Because she's supposed to be quiet and stay in the side. Subtle right. and subdued and submissive in a, in a sense. But then... But then you got it in a sense where I'm liberated enough to speak on it. Right. You could hide and 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 like when the Erica Badu walking naked down the street in her man, video. I still haven't seen that video because I heard that ass was all that, but I have not seen the video yet. But you You're know right. when a woman does when a woman does yeah. that and she calls it on her own and she say I'm gonna be that they don't. You're going to get two different responses. She did that. Or you're going to get why she did that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But then Double a guy standard. says it. And then like. It's okay. It's like Mystical came right. out with his song. I came out with my dick in my hand. Right. Or even 3-6 Mafia. Slob on my knob. No, like corn, corn on, on the, the car. You get what I'm saying? But they right. come out with it and it's a big deal. Right. Why is that? It's, it's just like you said. It's men, men can say whatever they want and it's okay. That's why most people accept two women and one man and they're like that's okay that, but two men ex- and one woman is like it's a taboo yo what you doing yeah. she a hoe she getting the train ran on out here like so it's like but, yeah but think about it she's capitalizing right they're capitalizing they're taking they're taking those millions some are creating businesses mm-hmm. and jobs for people mm-hmm. they they um they get their hair they they purchase hair from black vendors they get their makeup from black muas they you know so they're giving back in a way they're giving back. Even historically, though, it's going back to it, like when you go back and study cultures, the women walk around naked. naked. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, maybe they're at that point where they're that free where they say, look, I don't care. Some women don't like to wear uh, underwear, panties. Yeah. They like yeah. the free ball. We call it free yeah. ball down here. So, ball. yeah, we call it free ball. So, it, it's just their expression. They can express themselves the way they want to. But when I'm talking about sex used as a weapon of entertainment, I'm talking about how things are so over-sexualized now that it is it is disconnecting the intimacy of what love and sex is supposed exactly. to be. And it then, makes it hard for real people who really want something. Right. And and even back from sex is, sex is being used as a weapon, it's anything. It's dating. It's everything. You can't even go out on a date without a man feeling like he... He need to hit he, that first he, night. He need to hit the first night because right. he bought you dinner. So think about the what happened to the courting right? stages? Exactly. Right. That's the... Uh, I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to get a whole, like, it is, it's what's glamorized. It's what's promoted. It's what's, like, what they say sales, but it's what we're accepting at the same time. And I'm going to touch on something that's going that's going, go that's going to fuck it. with some people. Touch. But it's a lot of married people touch. out there touch. doing that, too. They, like, oh, out there, they have, they're creating moments of that inside a marriage. And that's unknown. Some are known. Hold up, break that down again. Oh, okay. You lost me right there. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just want you. I want understanding on this. No, no okay. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of married couples out there uh-huh. that are not even looking at their marriages as the satisfaction for that for that sexual intimacy anymore. Like right. they don't do that anymore. They look at it kind of like, well, we kind of at this standstill, and mm-hmm. I need more. And they're they're not taking the vows seriously anymore. They're kind of looking at it like, well, Gus doing it over there, so and it's working out for him and his wife, and and Sean doing it over here, and it's working out for him and their wife. How about I try that in my marriage? But what y'all have is something different. I see a lot of it happening in married couples. I see it happening in committed couples. And the reason why I say that because I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of people that I know in common, and it was it, I hear those stories a lot, and. And it's all coming from what can be done 
I, I'm probably veering off too much. No, you good, good. I'm probably veering off too much, but for me, it's it's so prominent in what's happening in the marriage custom because we started talking about um, intimacy and relationships and how um, you kind of lose that because of today's society. And how so- what I was saying with that is is disconnected because of what's shown all the time. Like if every other but scene it's is influence, a sex scene, right? So it's kind of pushed. It's kind of programmed like a television program. Right. You're getting programmed in your mind because remember back in the days. We had to use our imaginations on those scenes. Exactly. Like a certain kiss scene didn't drag on too long, or you didn't see certain parts of a woman's body because so you had to kind of imagine at that point. Now you see it so much, it's kind of and you want desensitized it. from it. Like you don't appreciate it as much when you do have it right next to you. And and that's the thing. It's like you you got it right there. Right. You got it in your relationship. You got it, but because you see. Um, all of this happening on social media. Okay, well, yeah, my woman got a little, she, you know, she got she got a little fat. Maybe she got a little nip. Baby, why don't you go get a little nip and tuck? Why don't you go? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the social media comparison. and everything is changing normal relationships that were fine. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And yep. now, looking at everything else that's influencing yep. everyone else, now you looking at your shit like, okay, so... You don't appreciate it as much. As when much. you could go scroll on Instagram and you see apple bottoms all over the place exactly. and it's kind of like, dang, baby, you, you done fell not, off over here. You done, you ain't been working it, out. like. And now everything right. is now directed at your partner mm-hmm. who was enough. Look at the weapon we formed right here. You get what I'm so saying? Exactly. But now it ain't enough no more. Now I gotta look be shaped like this. Mm-hmm. Now my body type ain't the ain't accepted anymore. So you now got the perversion, the perversion, perversion of, what's of been it, put in and, and the right. and the want of the lack thereof. Like I just gotta have that. Like right. I but, gotta but have that. It is the want. The want is is made from it being so easily accessible. Like like to be honest, like growing up. Me and, my, me and my, my brothers, we used to we used to sneak and get the little porn tapes because it wasn't no sites. It wasn't not like so you had one tape that probably circulated between three or four people or a magazine you found under your godfather. Like I found a couple under my godfather and I was just I was gone. Like I was like, oh, shoot. Nah. Hey, I got, I'm in the bathroom a little extra longer. I'm just watching. I'm just looking. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But now. <laughs> <laughs> but not not yeah, even that. No, you now you pop. It's a pop up. It's a pop up. Let me tell you something. If you Google um, best bras on the market, or if you Google um, what does a size double D look like, like I don't care what you Google. I Google some weird shit just so y'all know. But if you Google certain stuff, porn will pop up, and it's like, wait, I just it's want a good saturated. Like, it's overly saturated. It's look, it's in the cartoons. It's it's, it's, it's in, in the, the cartoons. cartoons. Like, if you don't pay attention to what your children are watching, listen, I'm trust me, the sex listen. is being pushed in them. And now you have the whole alphabet game pushing the thing through the anime and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my first experience with, with an explicit, not explicit in terms of sex and all that, but South Park. Exposure. South Park was my first experience. But, no. Oh, okay. South... Well, I mean, well, yeah, what? Beavis and Butthead. Well, Be- Come Beavis on, that's way before South Park. Don't act like you're not that that's old true. now. Beavis, <laughs> but we yeah. can't. But you know, moving forward. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I want to ask a question, and I can only ask a, <laughs> I can only ask a man. I don't know but, where it's about to go. But do men hold out just as much as women do, and what are their reasons? Okay. I was tempted to jump out and say, hell no, right? <laughs> I, I, I was I was tempted. Be, 
but I would contradict myself because me personally, I've said no and withhold from a lot of stuff. If, if I didn't want to be dealt with you in that way, right. it is so easy for me to to tap out. I don't care what you're doing in front of me. I don't care what lack of clothes or, or blonde, whatever it is. If is I it before or after sex? Have you ever withheld after having sex with somebody? Also? Okay, so I've already been intimate with them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done. And it then before. you'll be like, "All right, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm withholding." I'm, yeah, I'm, what did it? If it did it initially end after that, or was it just I'm putting it on hold? And did you explain why? See, I was never the type of guy that would manipulate a person to try to get something right. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. tell you I love you or we can go together just to, the smash and all that, and then leave you alone. If you was dealing with me, nine times out of ten, you knew what it was before beforehand so coming into that it wouldn't be no surprise with how i act and how i move because i i've communicated that beforehand okay well let me ask you maybe i need to go a little deeper so do men hold withhold themselves within a relationship well it could be in the beginning stages of Uh a relationship because i understand you have to have a certain um qualities that's that you have to possess for people to want to be with you. So it could be withholding because uh, I got to fill this out. I got to see if I really like this chick. I got to do whatever. But men withholding sex, is it something that in terms of, um, how can I say this without it being offensive? Just or, say it. No, no, I'm trying, I'm trying to word no it right. No titles necessary. <laughs> say so, it. So men, okay, so if men are looking to capitalize in looking for oh. their women, are they withholding with certain women? So are they taking advantage? A, it feels kind of like that in a oh. sense. If you look, depending on how you look at it. Now that is very interesting. Now you might be dealing with a nympho. More choicier over the years. Men are now looking for bosses, and they looking for women who have uh, more. Uh, they look. At, well, no. some men are. I, I would say oh, the majority to argue that I would say the majority of men sway away from that because you can't control somebody who's a boss, right? And as much as we like to say uh, boss couples and 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 relationship goals that you know what I'm saying people try to say that mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Most men are threatened by women who are at that boss stature, and they run away from them. You have a lot of women that are struggling to get in relationships who are at that alpha mm-hmm. mentality, right? Because right. you you got a lot of guys that that claim alpha, but they're actually beta dudes. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. they're they're males, they're not men. So when you go into that and you look at that, they're trying to make somebody submit to them, and they haven't made themselves qualified to that person. So if you think about the animal kingdom, the men have to prove themselves to the women. Right, mm-hmm. so if you think of a peacock, if your if your feathers are weak, brother, <laughs> but see she that's the animal the next world, one. right? Even though we have no, some we animal instincts, we do have some animal instincts, but we the are human the in most us disobedient animals on no, this listen, planet. The, but but the human in us makes us disobedient. The thing is, what I'm saying is, I see a lot of men withholding, and, and the reason why I say the boss chick, I only use that as a term because a lot of men want women that got something. Back then, you could be a girl. Why? No, but that's what I'm saying. They want someone. Okay, I'm gonna tell Don't you. Go. Let's go with her. Why they want someone? Because they probably experienced the woman who no, didn't. No, Maybe they are opportunists. Or we right, don't okay, know stay the right there because most dudes who okay, okay, this not putting down my fellas, but we just looking at the landscape of everything that's going on around us, right? It's a lot of it's a lot of leeches out here. It is, These but it's men leeches to do, too. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking it's about men the men. Leeches, I'm, I'm, but 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 okay, the men. We, we starting. To, yeah, we going there. <laughs> I told you we was about to go there. But we're talking about. I'm talking about from the men. It's a lot of dudes out here that ain't trying to do ish with themselves, and they find a woman that got a lot going on with her, and they just suck her dry. Exactly. And we talked about that with the Tyler Perry film with the thing Grace. Although it was an older woman in a cougar field that we would say, 
is going on all around us. But then we talk about that woman that has her own who is having a hard time meeting a man that can meet her standards when they so busy doing that shit. So it's kind of like, right. where does it put you in a situation? But, okay, so let's just say you have a simple woman. Let's just say. in the penthouse laying that D like, I ain't going to work. Oh, baby, I had a job off, and that was like six months later. He's still up in the penthouse, and the only reason why he there is because he's slanging good D. But see, the thing is, it puts it puts you in a different position for when you meet a man that's actually withholding. Some men okay. withhold for spiritual reasons. Right, I'll just say nah, some, that, some, yeah, some men are just like, that. I'm withholding. There's nothing but, wrong with that. But at what point, say for instance, if you dating somebody or talking to somebody, mm-hmm. not even dating, just fucking somebody. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It's an arrangement. And then that arrangement turns into a withholding situation. Mm-hmm. What happens? Did, are the feelings starting conflict. to get deep? Or, or is it just like, but does the conversation happen is the question it's a case by case like we always say because sometimes it is and sometimes it's not received and it's 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 backlash from that and then sometimes it's just totally ignored and people just move on and without acknowledging anything about it so you got it's different cases depending on the type of people that you're dealing with because i always wonder why men withhold like you kind of as a man because i've seen it and it was a shocking it was some shocking shit if i want you i'm not withholding nothing like hey we talking two three you good hey let me get a little breather we we get some push-ups in yeah we get back in there but if you genuinely don't want it like erectile dysfunction more is a mentality thing and a health thing and this is why i say that sometimes what you're eating in your diet wait 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 sometimes what you eat in your diet does help uh, or help the erectile dysfunction that men have, but sometimes the disconnect in the pleasure and in, in visual and what they see is a disconnect for them. So sometimes it's not, damn, baby, you can't get up. Maybe it's what he's looking at and because men are visual creatures. Or before we even get to that point where we say, baby, you can't get up, the conversation of the insecurity of that thing happening to him can make him treat you differently and i have right. nothing to do with that or so how you the conversation it, needs to happen no you could do anything you want you could back that ass up throw it in a circle you could do whatever you want but it's not working for you but the, for him to keep his manhood uh-huh. he has to treat you like you doing something right, wrong right, so right, he right, right, right. so he wants to act like he's withholding he when really it. he's dealing with something right. and he's not saying. some insecurity right you get what i'm saying yep, yep. and i think a lot of the stuff that happens it happens because of insecurity and mm-hmm. it happens because the conversation is not being had i agree so then the dysfunction happens because there's no there's a breakdown in communication so withholding sometimes is an insecurity in people where they're not up to par but they have to withhold True. and because they're insecurity and they have to say okay well i'm not giving you this because i want to wait or i wanted this and i wanted that no nigga it's because you having issues and you not saying shit. or some niggas just don't want to touch it until they on the henny nigga they don't want to touch it until they got the henny d henny d nigga they don't want it for all of y'all listening do not feel pressure of the henny because the d work without the henny no and, and no but what i was gonna say is it, it you you was you was right on home base when you was talking about the insecurity with dudes yes. because i'm gonna tell you right now you make us feel you like we doing some something dude, wrong because you not this is what's so different and i love about my tribe of, of guys the, the tribe of men and kings that i roll with we knock we, we help each other out and we're there to, to, to build each other up but at the same time we laugh so hard like if it's something genuinely we had Oh, bro, I've been having a string of quick comes. We rolling. We laughing. It's nothing wrong. And that's how we are with our women. Too. In the back of your mind, are you ever like, hmm? Listen, this is me personally. Was it a dream? This is me. No, this is me personally. I remember through high school, high school and college sometimes that happened. I just laugh. Damn, you really don't give a damn, do you? No, I'm straight. You, 
damn, it's like that. Hey, shh. Mm-hmm. I'll holler at you later. Some uh, everybody don't handle it I th- like that. I think everyone has something. They have like, their way of dealing. Everyone with it. has something. Women have it too. Yeah. Sometimes women women have it, and it looks different though. It might look a little different. Sometimes women have it where they're like, "All right, well, I'm just withholding." Most of the time, it's an emotional disconnect. Most of the time, and right. they just really just want to get to the bottom of some shit. Right. And I can't move forward, babe, because last week you said some shit to me that was kind of foul, and I right. we never addressed that. So I'm not. Fin- and once that's done. We willing. Yeah. I, I think I think it's more of an emotional disconnect. Yeah. But I hate it that sometimes men want to hold on to that 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 manhood so much they make you feel like you doing something they so wrong. You. Yeah, they and be it's like, you. what am I? I know now a, a bitch. No, I mm-hmm. I did as much as somebody, I ain't wrong in this situation. That's somebody playing a victim though. Like and so they try to divert something that instead of taking the responsibility for it and be like, damn, hey, I need, I may need to go get checked out. I may need to see switch my diet. I may need to stop watching porn and jacking off three times a day. I may need to stop doing all these. Pl- or I might just need to have like, a conversation or, with you. Right. Or I'm really falling for you and I'm scared it's gonna go but to a place where. Here's I- the thing with that as well though, and as a man, I I can confess this of being with somebody for thirteen or so years, I got in the habit at one point of just going in getting it and walking back out and doing what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm a busy man. I'm always doing something. So you go in there, boom, 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 boom. Sex give me energy, right. shit. But, but, I, but, I don't wait, know about yeah, nobody but, else. But, but on the relation part, is that fair if you keep doing that? Because now you're looking at it as just a transaction. You're just looking at it as a boom, going in, boom, I'm going back out. So, I'm, so it's a train of thought that I started doing with myself about uh, – it's hard to say the time frame in it. but Never it's, looked it's, at it's, it like that. Right. It's, it's, it's purposely sitting there sometimes. Man, don't say nothing. Purposely, yeah, just, lay there. just a purpose touch. And, yeah. It's just a purpose, like whatever. Cut on mute. What, whatever the thought is, is just to, because remember, you're dealing with a relational and the emotional being right. in, in the in the in the giver. Mm-hmm. I mean, the taker in the woman. The man is the giver. The woman is the taker. So she's taking all that from you, right? Give her a little something now. See, and the thing is, I've never looked at it in that sense. In terms of a transational thing, for me, I mean transactional thing. Trans- what I said, transactional. What I, I don't said? know what the hell. You well, said I'm creating that. words. Goddamn it. No, anyway, that's a word. You good. that was a word. What? Wrong word, but it was a word. <laughs> Whatever, Negro. <laughs> so I'm, I haven't looked at it. See, and that's what the, that's the problem with them damn words that your ass be using. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why I don't use them damn words. I like to use regular, regular ass words. What's a regular, <laughs> regular ass, ass word? word? Layman's terms. La- Basically, aka ebonics, niggas. Get it right. So, it, I have made it a, a, a point, even mm-hmm. though you just gave it a name. I have made it a point to just lay there sometime until he falls asleep, or I just like, okay, well, let me just, you know. Make him know I'm satisfied, but I'm just got a lot of energy. I always had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I start cleaning and shit. Like I, but I feel, I feel great. That's back to that liberation thing, and right. that's all about feeling like you could conquer the fucking world and shit. Like now, let me do some shit, cook some lunch, some breakfast or whatever. But that's just me and my high energy. And it's times where I'll just lay there, and I'm just like, all right. And it's times I be knocked the fuck out. What I was going from from that. No, I get what you're saying in that, and that's. Knowing your companion in that particular aspect, when somebody may know, hey, she may get a nut and she may just go right and she may go creating for hours, hours, hours. I mean, they they know you by time from that. But I'm saying, as I always say in a relationship, you compromise, right? Mm-hmm. There's some level of compromise, right? And if you know that what you're doing seems like a smash and go, it, it you know what I'm saying? It seems like you just bam, 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 and you out. There's no connection now so there's no even no conversation is there's that no sit down a weapon, though in a way 
Like that's kind of a weapon in a way. It's a belittling weapon. Say, it's it's a very belittle. It's a weapon because it's like somebody. I'm waiting on round two and like you withholding. Not like, even round two. Or like, even okay, round one. It what what be round movie that one, was two? with 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 Taraji? Uh, um, the guy who she left and end up becoming a millionaire Acrimony. through his thing. Oh, Acrimony. So remember what she said when <laughs> it was funny scene when she was at the table with her sisters and their husbands and the, the new guy she was dating and she complained and she said how after sex, how he just rolls over and go to sleep, but how the other dude used to roll over and cuddle with her. Mm-hmm. So you see something just like mm-hmm. that is, is simple, we can miss it sometimes because we're so on the go. Okay, I got this. Oh, I'm coming through real quick to smash real quick. And listen, that movie, man. it was a dope movie. But if we look at the underlying meanings when it when it comes to relationship and even intimacy, like, hey, bro, sometimes just sit there for a minute. You may not even have to say nothing. Hey, just go around and don't even ask for sex. Like if y'all even just courting and stuff, sex, like just have a conversation. Just chill. Just relax. Watch a movie. Sit back. Listen to some music. Like do something more than that because now you're you're telling her that the only thing that matters to you. Or with her is her body, and it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Or it should be. It should be, and and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They they get it twisted in terms of. Um, they hot in here. <laughs> it's getting hot hey, in here. Hey. So take off all your hey, clothes. Hey. Trigger. Triggered is the word. Trigger. Triggered. Oh, we said something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Break down trigger for the people. When you hear something that um, strikes a real chord with you. Oh, yeah, that's the word. Trigger. Trigger. This Negro smacks so hard. (laughs) 305, shut your mat. (laughs) But we're going to go ahead on and get ready for our next segment. All right, y'all. Now, this is the portion of the show where we talk about being a mother. This is Memoirs of a Mama. Now, this is where mothers get to vent about all of the experiences they have with children or children that they are guardians for. A lot of times we don't really know how to get it off our chest. So this is where we take the time to really vent. All right. Now, y'all, this is a very important subject for me because I feel like a lot of us forget that these children are our responsibilities and we have to have conversations with them, even the hardest conversations. So we have to have conversations around sex with your children. You have to. And these are the moments, women, I don't need you getting mad at me, moms. Please don't get mad at me. But these are the moments where you have to be a friend, but you have to also let them know that you are a mom at the same time. A lot of times we we misconstrue the idea of being a friend to our children and get it confused. This is the time where that actually might work because it's a very uncomfortable conversation for both people. You have to have this conversation with them with no judgments, no facial expressions. Just be able to express yourself and let them do the same. Sex is a topic that is very necessary and it can determine how they handle sexual experiences in the future. So you want to make sure that you are very open about the process. Tell them your experiences with sex. Don't make it seem like you were the most innocent person growing up because we all know we've had our deal with dirt too. So teach them to tell you how they feel about sex and you tell them the same. Because remember, they're going to look somewhere else for that, that advice. They're going to go to their friends who is just as inexperienced as they are, whether they've had sex or not. Or they're going to look at porn or they're going to go looking in 
to somebody else's business to try to figure out what they need to do when it comes to their sexual preferences and what they want. So women and fathers have these conversations with your daughter too. As uncomfortable as it is, it is just as necessary. Make time to do the uncomfortable thing and talk about something that needs to be talked about. Right now, fellas, you know what time it is. We're at another edition of Diary of a Dad. And this is where I get to talk about my experience of what it is to be a black father and just the experience, overall experience of what it is to be a father in general. So today, ladies and gentlemen, and rather gentlemen, I saw a post on social media and I just had to read it because it brought up so many mixed emotions and thoughts. So let me read it to you. It starts off saying, is he wrong? (laughs) Yes and no. It says, so my wife and I have been married and together for four years. We have a child together, and she has two from her last marriage. She asked me to adopt her two children. I haven't given her an answer, but I'm more towards the nay side. If we split, I just want to move on and parent my child. I would legally be responsible for the other two, and I don't want that. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Hmm. Very interesting question. This is a... A perplexed situation, if I may say, because on one end, he's the father figure in that household. He's probably the only present man that they see. So I see where the woman will probably want him to have a little bit more attachment to them. And on his end, he's thinking about, hey, if this don't work out, I'll still be legally responsible for them, a.k.a. child support. And I don't want that. So in this dilemma, which way do you turn? I can't give my opinion on this. One thing I can say from experience in my life or what I do know, I know of a great man by the name of Willie Frank Jones. He does not have any biological children himself, but he married a woman who had four children and he raised and took care of those children as if they were his own. Whether he adopted them or not, I don't know. That's not my business or place to say so. But I will say this. He raised those children to become productive citizens where they in turn take care of their children they know what the love of a man is and a woman and seeing a relationship in a household so although i can't give my opinion on the situation of the question at hand hey i guess you got to be in the situation to give your take on it but i'll say this there are some good brothers out there that's taking care of children that's not there so big up to mr willie frank jones and big up to all the other brothers who out there handling it and stepping in the paint big up man Man, 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 what can you say after a conversation like that? You can't say shit. Well, you got to say something. Well, we got to say something. So got to feed the people if they home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is our call to action, our CTA, where we give you a little mind food. Mm-hmm. You know, after a long conversation like that, we can't just leave you high and dry. You know, nobody wants nothing to be dry, you know? So um, we got to leave you. Dry? Yeah. You could be wet behind the ears, but you can't be dry. Mm. Well, you can't. Give him some mind food. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, go ahead. We're going to go ahead and give y'all some mind food. I'm going to go ahead and go first, all right? All right. There's a saying, use what you got to get to get what you want. And in many instances, yeah. But when it comes to sharing your spiritual energy, no. 
The best sex is the one that has the best intentions. And for those intentions that aren't pure or are not of ones of love, then it might be better to just leave the sex unhad. Sex does not heal all wounds, even if it does heal your sexual frustration. So no matter your body parts, no matter how good you are in the sex or how extravagant it might look or feel or efficiently you, you are giving the people the woo, it'll never replace your mind, the most dangerous weapon you possess. And that's not judging what you do or have done for a living. It's trying to challenge us in our thinking. We can't do better unless we know better. Well, now you know. Bottom line is, I can't tell you what to do with your body. But trust and believe, if it gets to the point where you have to withhold sex and use it as a weapon, it's time to have a conversation with your partner before things get much, much worse. Ladies and gentlemen, if you feel in some type of way or if you're in your feelings about something or you're feeling jaded about love or have been abused in your past, you can't make the next person pay for it by withholding or you can't make the current person you're with hope the current person that you're with suffer as well. So what you have to learn to do is you have to learn to redirect your energy, learn to talk it out, tell them what's going on with you and your body. Sometimes it's just a breakdown in communication. And once the communication happens, everything else flows. And everything else can be such a liberation, liberating process. Everything else can be such a liberating process. And that means everyone wins. So take the time to have a conversation about your body. So that way you won't have to use it as a weapon. Mm, she out here preaching, y'all. All right, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. We want to thank y'all for joining us on this episode. We hope y'all got something from it. Listen, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Make sure y'all go share and like. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Titles Necessary. And you can follow us on Twitter at No Titles Podcast. And if you really feel like... You have a question. You want to give us a big (laughs) shout out. You want to holler at us. Holler at us at NoTitlesNecessary at gmail.com. Appreciate y'all for joining us this episode. Don't forget to follow us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, what else am I missing? I hear iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us and holla at us next episode. Because Toddy is in here and she is lit. Holla. Listen, you want to post to cut me off like that? Yo, woke up feeling good, feeling better. Thank God for this weather. What you want to do today, yo, whatever, whatever. I be talking to myself because I know I get her. Yo, she dope and I love her. You would too if you met her. You be stupid to let her slip out of your vision. She be on the next flight for you see that she missing. And I know you don't get it. I just need you to listen. Yo, never let a nigga mess with your intuition, man.